Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, hour one of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable radio chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. And it feels good to be back in the warmth of Atlanta, Georgia, Eric. Oh, uh, because your, uh, your privilege behind was uh, birthday skiing. That's right. Up all weekend the, long. Up with all the hillbillies in yeah. North Carolina, Beach Mountain. It's great. He takes all of his socialist friends up there and they all one, hang out. One all, socialist They friend. all hang out with a bunch of rich, you know, kids and uh, trust fund kids and Enjoyed yeah, spending time with the lodge, a couple hottie totties yeah, and stuff like the that. The socialist friends are like, well, you know, until we have hottie the hottie. ideal, until we have the ideal world that we're looking for, we might as well. Uh, Do they know, pay carbon taxes? Hang. Oh no, no, they don't think yeah. of anything. You see, with his socialist friends, this is what he they tell me is that uh, when we have the perfect world, then we'll start acting like socialist. But until then, we're stuck inside of this thing where you know our favorite restaurant has all of the beers from around the world. I mean, <laughs> we don't know if that'll still be around in our socialist utopia, well, but for now, we got to take part in it. Well, thankfully for this group, only one of them is a, is pretty open about being a socialist. The other ones are not. So there, yeah. so there were only a couple of times where you could tell that there was the possibility of a political uh, argument yeah. brewing, but it uh, never happened. Any kind of like self reflection, look, looking, you know, you look at first of all, you look at uh, the tweets and or ex post whatever over the last few years, and then you're sit, standing out there getting drunk after a long day of skiing. And <laughs> somebody, somebody looks around and goes, "A lot of white people around." <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if we're exactly walking it the way that we talk it, but I have a problem even putting my feet on this one sacred land that yes. belongs to people before we came yeah. here and conquered yeah, it. People, Can you give me another drink? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. people uh, were were living and, and and doing all their their yeah. hunting and their gathering. We're uh, just having a just having a uh, a good old time for no good reason. That shouldn't be allowed. Should, people shouldn't be allowed. August, autumn, certainly. People should not be allowed to just have a good old time for no good reason. I think, no, people need to sit around and think about all of the things that their ancestor did to other ancestors. Yeah. And, that not, and then look at today. Things ain't, ain't so great. I don't, you listen, I don't think any of us should be allowed to ever smile again until we know that there is... Uh, absol- that everybody else is happy. We should be upset with the past, the present, and have a pretty dim view of the future. That's the only way to be a thinking person, as far as I'm concerned. I be wanted, miserable. Miserable at all times. <laughs> I wanted yes. to burn down the artificial snow machines. I was so outraged you to be been. out there. You should have been. Ew, was it really fake snow? Nope. I mean, like, creating it you snowed know, actual while it snow, was... but... So Saturday, I got... We got probably about six inches of snow, so it was actually really nice. Real and, snow. How'd you measure that? From the sky. <laughs> you know, it's a well, it was his birthday weekend. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Tim. It actually, I mean, the, the, when, when there was fresh powder out there, it was it was 
pretty comparable to Fresh what you powder, get, bro. When you get out there in the Rockies. I, yeah. I, I was impressed. That was my first now, wait, time. No, no, no. When you were showing me snow, was that real snow or artificial snow? That on Saturday was real snow. Okay. On Sunday, I, I went there like three seasons while we were there. Like we got there and it was quite comfortable. Then Saturday was like 20 degrees and then Sunday was like 50 degrees. Right. So you went through all these different temperature changes and all no, the snow you didn't. melted. I didn't. I was at home. Well, all the snow melted on Sunday mm-hmm. and then you saw like, oh, okay. Global like, warming. It's, it's more ice. Probably, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, it's something to do with the global warming. Sneaks in there. Yeah. You know, what, what, what do you do if you're on the left? On one hand, you know, a bunch of douchey skiers and snowboarders don't get to go and have frivolous <laughs> fun. If if the global warming actually does affect, you're going to have a lot less uh, douchebags out on the slopes. And that's got to make some people on the left happy. I'm sure it does. I would imagine. But, uh, well, I'm glad that you had a good birthday weekend. Survived. That's you're, the important thing. You're solidly 35 now. And that's always when I like to uh, remind people that what that means is you're actually living your 36th year. You know, when people oh, no. are weird with their... <laughs> that is you know, so annoying. Well, you know. <laughs> By the you way. Were, you weren't one year old the day you were born. So it's basically that first year you were living your first year. You are now yeah, living your 36th. Yeah, you one year old. I understand that. But I do believe that people do kind of pin it back after a while and not really recognize. For me, I'm like, oh, I'm going to turn 60. No, I've been living my 60th year since no, last No, no, no. You've lived... Okay, so if you're born and you're like six weeks old you're six weeks old right and then when you're a year old you've lived for a year right that's what i'm saying exactly what i'm saying that's why he's living his 36 right and so when you're okay yeah, well, I don't know. If you I show up like... in an argumentative mood, you better bring some oh, arrows in, in that mood. I'm curious. I'm trying to figure out what you're saying, mood. Well, what I'm saying is that uh, he is now. <laughs> That's three, a mood. He's three <laughs> or four. It's, it's in the the whole psychological scale thing. I think it's there. Um, uh, I'm in he a is, what was your what, what day was your birthday? It was on Thursday last. It was week. on Thursday. So this is uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday. This is your fourth day. Of your 36th year. Gotcha. Or the 5th, because Thursday actually marks it. So. True. So 5th day. Okay. So he is yeah. living his 36th year. He's not living his 35th year. 35 are behind him. What about the year that I feel? Like, I'm, I feel like I'm living my 25th year again. I feel great. That's really, it's, you're too young to get that pathetic. Really. Honestly. <laughs> 35 is not that old. You don't really need to be, uh, to, if you're having, you know, the, the, the midlife crisis, which for you is a coming. Uh, you think yeah, so? Yeah, that's between 40 and 43. You don't need to start doing that at 35. Like a, get like a sports car or something like that? Is yeah, that... absolutely. I did Have it. I gone through mine? <laughs> I went nuts. I think I did. I don't know. Uh, yeah, when you were shoplifting for no good reason. Well, hey, I don't know what that was about, but I'm just going <laughs> to throw either. it. <laughs> I don't think that was it, though. I don't think that was it. It was I'm to get free talk. stuff. I was, yeah, maybe it was just It was just, just that just I finally stuff. admitted it. Yeah. It wasn't that oh, I wait, hadn't ever done it. Well, you've been doing this your whole life. You're a well, serial... Well, once the scanners came, it's like, what are you expecting? Me to not pay for but there, potatoes yes, and yes. instead it's a piece eight PSP. Yeah, I think that we have to, you know, kind of police ourselves if we yeah. don't want. Uh, yeah, when the thing stops the, working, you're supposed to do. to do things that are correct because they're correct, not yeah, because you don't want to go to jail. No, I'm good. Okay, well, you know, if we hear of you uh, being booked into a police station anytime soon, we'll Autumn's midlife crisis. Well, basically, I don't do she, it. I she don't was do out on another spree. I really don't do it anymore. Uh, okay. I've become conscious of. That and mm-hmm. I, instead of ignoring that I do that, I was honest that I do it, and then I stopped. Well, that's oh. good to know because you have children, and you know you need to be somewhat of an example to them. Now I yeah. get them to teach. To oh wow! Okay, <laughs> yeah. you got a whole ring going. No this one stops a kid. Very very no. smart. And so if they cute. did, they'd be like, "Young man, mm-hmm. put that back." And, and then, then you could come in and play the role of like, "Put it back, say you're sorry." That's right. And then the, nobody will be the wiser. Like, oh, the kid stealing's just, wrong. You, know, you did it wrong. Eight year old kid wanted a Ferrari. It happens all the time. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
<laughs> what is the largest thing you've shoplifted before um, before reforming? You see, you're like an old gang member who writes a book, and now we can talk oh, sure. to because you're reformed. We can talk. You can spill all the all the bad stuff because now we know you're going to heaven. So when you were oh, when you. you were when you were headed straight to hell, what was the largest thing that you? Larger, I don't mean heaviest. I mean, I would say price. No, I, I want the weight. Yeah. <laughs> 78 <laughs> kilograms. I still a 25-pound weight. <laughs> a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think it actually is both. It's the largest thing and the most expensive thing was just like a bedding thing, you know, like one of these. Oh, it comes in a plastic include, thing? Like a sham. Comes in like a, a plastic covering that you can kind of see through at Target. That a kind little of, bit, but it's the yeah. nicer thing at what Target. What a boring it's not like, thing to shop. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I'm not trying to, I wasn't trying to get a thrill. It was yeah. mostly yeah, I, like. I need a sham. Could you be like, no, was, it was, it was, it was yeah. this weird sort of like obstinate thing where it's yeah. like, I don't want to pay for that, but I want it, so I'm gonna like sort of take it. it really, it's a, it's it's uh, it's petty crime. Yeah, but it, what she really gets down to is really the fundamentals of crime. It's like I want that. Yeah, and I don't want to pay for it, or I can't pay for it. And although I would imagine, you know, I, you've had some ups and downs, but oh, I could have paid. Yeah, for you could have you know, paid for some. It wasn't going to break machine. me to spend, you know, sixty bucks on this thing, but <laughs> I didn't want to. Had no fear of uh, as you're walking out, or were you just going to play the, uh, the, you know, the dumb mother thing? Well, what? that's the thing because oh, I don't goodness. because when I was doing that, I wasn't like wearing a trench coat and stuffing my pockets or right. like lining my <laughs> pant leg, you know, with a turkey. You know, mm-hmm. it was like. It was at the bottom of the car, and I forgot to scan it. Oh, so and it's so always... I would have always been like, "Oh my God, of course!" Like that's, <laughs> I'm an idiot. You know? By the and... way, for those out there who fi- feel that it is convenient to have that self checkout, um, apparently there's going to be a lot less of it in the future, and you can thank people like Autumn Fisher because <laughs> these stores are losing all kinds of money. I guess yeah. based on that, it never would have occurred to me. I walk over there, I figure, you know what? I'm I want these things, and I'm they cost money, so I. I've Sucker. never. <laughs> you know what they say? I'm sorry, really quick before we go. What Target is doing now is they have, um, they're using AI for facial recognition oh. and they're keeping track of who's doing what. And then they uh, keep a log of how much money you've, st- uh, so far that you've stolen from the store. Mm. And they won't stop you until it's reached a felony level. I saw there that TikTok too. I saw it. That's what, hey, you know what? How much that's is a, that? That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, as a result of people like you who don't know how yeah. to. You know, police so themselves I and, Target and with their <laughs> technology. <laughs> and secondly, these ridiculous laws in some states where you're allowed to steal up to like yeah. nine hundred something dollars. Autumn's just under the threshold. I like She's that good. now. Now they have to bring people in to make a case, a dossier on individual. <laughs> yeah. They can take. Okay, they've now stolen one thousand fifty dollars. We're here to make our case. Hey, welcome back to Doug. There's trouble on. Yeah, you know, very quickly here. I caught that race yesterday. I didn't watch it till later in the evening. Pretty exciting race at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I mean, this new style of racing they have. Daniel Suarez won. And every time he wins, he has a taco piñata that they break open. And I want to celebrate that, but I'm also also going like, is this really the progress? I, I don't, you know, just, just have fun. Congratulations. <laughs> so after we went to break, Tim Andrews said he had a little incident. While uh, trying to check out, don't say the store, but you're at a supermarket, mm-hmm. and uh, you're uh, you're doing the self-checkout. Right. And uh, you caused a big kerfuffle, it sounds like to me. Yeah, the last item I put in the bag was too light to, to trigger yeah. that you know time to pay. Mm-hmm. So I said, please wait for attendant. Well, the attendant was busy helping somebody who didn't know, I don't know, was helping someone else. Yes. And uh, so I just got frustrated, put everything in a bag, and found a lane that had a, a person in it, and checked out. 
And then when I was done checking out, I saw that my lane was still gummed up and people were mad. <laughs> Running them bad because you left a machine yeah. in a, so that it needs to be reset. Yeah. So that kind of means somebody I'm can't not, use... I don't have time to stand there. No, you feel uh, yeah, bad? I get, you, no, of no, course I don't. Not why don't you slightest. get like a pack of gum and throw it on the machine and then it would... Sense I, 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 and then move on. I, so here's the they thing: have those machines this for is your what convenience. I, They're this, inconvenient. Okay, but here's here's the thing: they do have to, as some sort of way to keep theft down from the autumn fishers of the world. Right. They <laughs> they do have to have like some sort of okay. You you scanned it now, put it in the back. Let's keep track of these things. Now, if something is very light, what I do is I put it in my hand and I kind of punch the bottom of the bag. See, I never thought that of that, seems but that'll to work. help. I just sort of punch the bottom so like of the bag. So like the little plastic piece on the bottom of the bag? So, the, the, you know, yeah, just right down the... Well, yeah. the whole okay. thing is weighted. Right. Yeah, so I just right, I just punch into the bag as, yeah. I, as I drop it. Okay. And that seems to work. That probably will feel good, Tim. That'll feel like cathartic. No, yeah. I won't hit it with anger. I'll, yeah. I'll just No, I'm saying down. you should. Maybe just let out yeah. a little bit. No, I don't want to hit punch the machine. It, punch it with respect. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nothing Maybe wrong. Maybe it likes it. I flip it off so they see the camera that I'm angry. I love I'm not angry. I don't want to punch it for you. No, I give it the middle finger. What's wrong with that? I have friends who have. Oh, I have friends. I have friends who have relieved themselves on ATMs and told me about it the next night as if I was going to go, huzzah! Yes, you got that machine. You showed it. I think you're insane. So you're telling me that at midnight you you unzipped your pants and you showed that ATM how angry. Boy, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I don't expect any more trouble out of that ATM. Well, that ATM I'll bet a, that ATM learned its lesson. It had a six dollar fee when I had to use it. I mean, come do that on. From now. Your car. <laughs> he was he really a good arc. He was unusually gifted. Yes, this fella. Uh, yeah, don't don't uh, don't don't treat machines like they're people. That's not. I mean, we all do it a little bit with our computers when we get angry. We start talking to them. Oh yeah, and I get very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but when I get angry at a machine, it's like, oh yeah, this is the best time for that. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. I, I have found that if if you use Siri and you are nice to her, she is more helpful than when when you yell at her and when which, you. Which is demand. hard for a misogynist like you. It you is. Know? It is maybe, very hard. Maybe you should oh, yeah. change yours to a male uh, voice so that you could learn to respect it. That's I, maybe I should. You millennials, it would certainly help. Your female hatred. <laughs> As a member of the baby boomer generation, I want to say that uh, you kids, with your nonstop misogyny. Who raised us? You guys. Disgust me. It's y'all's fault. Doug, y'all's fault. Y'all's. Y'all's fault. It's y'all's y'all's fault. It sounds like some kind of... Ma, Paul. Geologic. It's fault I'm stealing. It's like Lookout Mountain or something like that. Y'all's fault. (laughs) Stop, and you're in Knoxville. (laughs) Doug Turple says there's a major... Is this my mystery music? Kind of there, George? Because I can't believe how easy it was to solve this mystery. All right, so Trump won in South Carolina. Was yes. it Saturday? It was on Saturday. All right. He won by 20 points. The stuff that I read today, you would have thought he lost. He's in trouble. Nikki Haley staying in. He only won by 20 points. I, I have three or four different headlines telling me why He's in trouble. And then the other thing that's got going on at the same time, because I think that the, uh, the, uh, the Democrats are like, uh, the, you know, they thought, well, if we indict him on a billion different things, and, and that's not helping. So now today, if you look in the news aggregators, there's, uh, there's a whole lot of two things. He's in trouble demographically. You can tell coming out of South Carolina, he's in trouble. And uh, he's, uh, he's showing signs, and this is right out of the headline. Donald Trump appears to get Melania's name wrong. As expert expert warns, he is showing gross signs of dementia. 
Now, I got in here, so I listened to this audio, and he's so, and we'll get to it in a second. But essentially, he says he he brings up Melania, and she's there at CPAC, right? Yes. I don't know if she's there, or she's not there, but he, he brings mentions up, her. Yeah. He brings her up, and she gets a standing ovation. And then he says, "Look at that, Mercedes, huh?" And so the whole story is he doesn't know his wife's name. He called his wife Mercedes. And, you know, I just, I haven't, I'm not a person who went to uh, sleuth school <laughs> or anything like that. But how did this start with me? I just say, I feel like there was somebody, one person named Mercedes around Trump in his orbit. And we looked it up and we found out, yeah, Mercedes Schlapp, who uh-huh. happens to be the host of CPAC. This is story after story after story, headlines, tables, get, get a larger table at CNN. we got to have a pundit discussion here. I just thought to myself, wasn't there one person named Mercedes? It would make sense. He's saying, you know how Trump is. Hey, look at how popular, huh, Mercedes? Uh-huh. That look, doesn't look bad. So let's go ahead and, yeah, and so I solved it. I solved it. And, and you know what uh, the media said to me that they would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for <laughs> these meddling kids. But uh, so here's now we're going to go with who is having more trouble with dementia at the moment. Okay. Let's say they're both in cognitive decline. Sure. Hey, Mercedes. I mean, even if you're making the. Yeah. Don't bring it up. Yes. Like, don't don't bring this argument in. If you're going to convince people he's got a problem with it, too, most people might go, a little, but none of them are going to go, yeah, he's definitely worse than the current president. I'm just being objective here. As you know, I'm not voting. I'm never voting again. But objectively speaking, Trump I don't think it's a... Let's do uh, Let's do Trump first. Supposedly, remember, the expert said, uh, and this is in the mirror for the UK, This he warns he is showing gross signs of dementia because he said Mercedes when he met Melania. My wife, our great first lady, she was a great first... People loved her. People love her. Standing ovation. Wow. Mercedes, that's pretty good. So since I'm an idiot who dropped out of ninth grade, who just sat down and went, oh, uh, shouldn't everybody who wrote this story or appeared as a pundit anywhere to say that this is to do with his state of mind, shouldn't they immediately lose their jobs? I would imagine they probably won't. They will not. I don't mean in a cancel way. I just mean you're not good at your job. You're just not providing. Can I tell you, though, I was not speaking about Mercedes Schlapp. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, no, no. There's uh, Mercedes, an up-and-coming porn star, a Startlet. <laughs> that I got my, uh, Starlet? Starlet, yes. Beautiful. Or Startlet. If it's Beautiful. Just new. <laughs> very, <laughs> very flexible. Very cloud, clouding your mind. And I think that this Mercedes Schlapp, if I'm correct, and I don't want to throw anything on her husband, if what, but I feel like her husband got tossed out because there was some... Look it up, George. Was there some sort of... Uh, See if there were any allegations. I don't want to say what I think the allegations were if it turns out I'm thinking about somebody else. And I don't want to throw that on that guy. So let's turn it to the President of the United States, who at the moment, it was this today? or This over was the, on Sunday. On Sunday. And uh, he, I think at some point he knocks on the, the Lincoln portrait. You can hear him go, <laughs> hit it. And, uh, and he even says, I want to get this right. Very important because Lincoln said it. And you know, uh, stand here in front of this portrait. 
the man behind me here. Don't stop. He, uh, is he knocking Don't on Lincoln's that. porch? <laughs> Joe, Joe, put your hands down, man. Hand, oh, hands to yourself, Joe. Hands. He's the guy that came here and I had to touch anything. You don't have to touch his portrait, though. Gentle I'm hands. Emphasize. Je- Joe, Joe. Are they covered in glass? Like, because uh, in case those environmentalists show up, they might throw some. I'm going to glue my hand onto it. <laughs> soup. <laughs> throw some chicken soup on yeah. it or something. You know, uh, stand here in front of this portrait. The man behind me here, he uh, he said, and I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right. Okay. He said, the better angels, he said, we must address the council uh, huh? and address the better angels of our nature. That's and, not we what do, he said. and we do well to remember what else he said. He said, we're not enemies, but we're friends. Well, maybe he's... In the middle of in the, in the part of the <laughs> city. <laughs> he said, we're not enemies, but we're we must not be enemies. Yeah. Folks, <laughs> folks, hey, Robert listen. E. Lee is my bay. I love what he, I love what he puts these things out there. It's like, well, if you believe that's true, then maybe you ought to stop referring to the, you know, seventy some odd million people who voted for Trump as white supremacists. You know, don't come out here. Don't tell me that half the country are absolutely evil people, and then come out there with the whole, hey, you know, we're one country. When you're one country, you respect each other, and that goes to both sides. It's not as if that's. I'm not saying that's afforded from the MAGA side. Okay. All that liberally either, but uh, you can't go out there and start. Hey, we got to stop going after each other. You know, it's a, it starts with you. It starts all of us. We're the ones who are incorrect. But if I got to talk about Gabe Kaplan, yeah, Gabe, well. Gabe, 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 Gabe Lincoln. He said she she she, she talks she talks right to here. she talks to angels. T- they call her out by her name. That was a, that was the black crow. And, the, and the better, you better, a, you better, you bet. That's the who. Who? You're, uh, you're getting. Uh, yes. Let's not go into that whole thing. What whole thing? You know. Oh, the the band Hole. Huh? You like Hole? <laughs> well, it depends. All right, we don't need to get into that. Courtney Love is best uh, for. And love of our nature is better angels is Lincoln. The uh, I believe, as I recall, is that uh, the idea behind what Lincoln said. I cannot recall it word for word, but the idea is that you know I I should hope that I have appealed to the better nature of your of your angels, and that all politicians should do that. Um, Biden doesn't do that when he calls anybody who's against him a white supremacist and uh, all of this other stuff. So I don't listen. You can't use. Really, with the politicians, if you're going to be this venal, you're just going to have to own it and say, I've got to be this cruel because that's what it takes in order to get this country that I love, blah, 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 blah. But you can't go out there and be venal and call people names and say that you're a Nazi if you oppose me on anything and then start calling out, to, you know, I think we ought to start appealing to the better better angels of our nature. I mean, it's just, you're not allowed to have that one. But Eric, at least he calls Dr. Jill Dr. Jill instead of Dr. Pill or anything like that. Well, like, that's he, he, true. He, he didn't call right. Dr. Mercedes. He right, George Clark, did you, did you find out about her husband? Uh, it doesn't look like he was kicked out, but he was denying NBC's claims that there were Nazis openly. Oh, at I don't know CPAC. about that one. Somebody at CPAC uh, got uh, accused of some sort of sexual transgression, as I recall. I guess it was not him. Uh, Doug Turnbull says there's a gridlock. All right, it turns out I wasn't so wrong. This uh, was You're Matt. right about everything today. Max Schlapp. Matt Schlapp. Schlapp. Yeah, Matt Schlapp. Matt, not Max. He slaps. Matthew. That's right. Yeah, he was was accused by somebody on the Herschel Walker campaign of uh, rubbing up himself. Taking his pants off and rubbing himself on this guy. Yeah, uh, without consent, I think is what it said. And I I, I do want to say, and, uh, you know, uh, he is, uh, I don't know how the thing resolved itself, but of course, 
is innocent to prove guilty. But um, just as a springboard for discussion, uh, and I like to think that this show has some advice, you know, I like to give people some advice, make their life easier, right? Uh, look, you always, if you're going to rub yourself up against somebody, you, you need consent. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. The Von Hessler Bravo. Doctrine Bravo. says, Bravo. no rubbing Great. without consenting. Thank you very much. Even at the store? <laughs> yes. Okay. At the store. All right. At the, you could go Dr. Seuss with it on a house with a mountain, you know, the okay. whole thing. Anywhere what, you are. What happened to my WSB? Yeah, I know. Remember the days we used to just uh, celebrate uh, milestones by rubbing up against strangers uh -huh. without, without consent? Right. Those yeah, days are those, over. Get those scallops, too. Things change. <laughs> In the store, on the floor. <laughs> He's changed. And we now live in a world, whether you like it or not, where you're just going to have to get, get consent before you rub yourself against another person. Um, what else do we have? Uh, uh, what I want to know from Saturday, really kind of a weird thing that I saw was because uh, Trump won by like 20 points, and Lindsey Graham is there at the rally. Number one, I think he was a little tipsy, and we'll go over that and see if he was a little tipsy. Cosmos. But uh, number two, um, if you're on the MAGA, and they were booing him, and Trump's like, no, 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 no. Leave him alone. <laughs> uh, Lindsey Graham is there to flatter Trump and stay on Trump's good side so that we can stay in all these wars. Are you kidding me? Lindsey Graham is going, It's and that's the problem with Trump. The, I mean, that's one problem with Trump is that all you have to do is flatter him and tell him how wonderful he is. This is how Mike Pompeo ends up being, you know, the, the most insular, in, you know, it's about the swamp. This guy grew out of the swamp. But you go up and you tell Trump, ah, and this is, the, this is the strategy the neocons have had around Trump in the first term, which is just flatter him, we'll get in there, and we'll take care of foreign policy. But, you know, we don't want any presidents thinking it's their job to decide what our foreign policy is. We all know it, it, that belongs to the intelligence services, and they're now run by the neocons. We're in charge of foreign policy, not presidents. Um, and so that's, uh, that, that's, to me, he's staying close to him in case he wins again so that the neocons can have somebody in there to convince him. Oh, Donald, you're looking wonderful today. May I say that your hair has never looked better? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Here's some money for Ukraine. <laughs> Can you just like $70 billion more dollars much for Ukraine, need? please? So that's kind of what he's there for. But So do we have the beginning where people yeah, we are have booing him? Okay, thing. so he's bringing him up there. And people are booing and just say, yeah, nah, come on. Another man, not a lot of people know him. He doesn't do too much television. He happens to be a little bit uh, further left than some of the people on the stage. But I always say, when I'm in trouble on the left, I call up Lindsey Graham and he straightens it out so fast. And I'll tell you, no, 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 remember, remember, I love him. He's a good man. Come on here, Lindsey. Yes, he tells me I'm great. Okay, I think he's a little tipsy. We get to Lindsay here. Stop for a second. I'm not saying he's, you know, he's drunk. I'm just saying, just a little, this guy. Can I tell you something about this guy? Okay, are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? America, the nightmare you're facing is just about over. Help is on the way. Yeah. This is the most qualified man to be president of the United States. Yeah. And let it be said that South Carolina created the Liner. biggest political comeback political in American comeback. history. 
South Carolina is going to buzz up fine. I had a Cosmo. Uh, you ain't yeah. been finer in Carolina. I think them ladybugs are coming out tonight. Oh, huh? well, you know they are. Someone's going to do some ladybug hunting. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious the way these politicians. Remember when Hillary after 9-11 in Madison Square Garden, boo, like they can just go up there and give these speeches. I saw Mitch McConnell. He's back home in Kentucky. Everybody's yelling, retire, retire. And he's oh, like, what we got? But he just gives his speech. <laughs> yep, like, and then we're going uh, to. You really have to be a psychopath to be a successful politician in America. Doug Turnbull is still watching the gridlock. What do you have your hands up for? What are you gesticulating? Oh, hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. It's very important. Got to provide for my yeah, host. People have to know where they are in the show so that they don't get confused and lost, like Autumn sometimes. She doesn't know. She has no idea. She's like, I don't know. She thought it was hour four. I thought we ran cartoons here. I don't know. I've, I've heard from her sometimes. Is it ours? It is ours. It's yours and mine, ours. All of us. Ours, <laughs> hour number two. It's ours. Oh. Our second yeah. hour. Yeah, the, it's our second hour. Yes. All right. Oh, Has everybody got, got that? <laughs> now that everybody's on the same page, I don't get it. We can, well, it's just right. Georgia stuff. No. <laughs> I think we have to do some open mics. <laughs> Yes, we do. And then we some got a bunch studies. Of... I don't think we have to open up the whole open mics thing. Why don't we do a couple open mics, and then we'll do some studies, surveys, and polls. Well, how about Hi, this? Open mic. Mm-hmm. I'm still open. We talked a lot last open week. Open mind? Absolutely. Open, open legs. legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at that. Punch butt. Up top. <laughs> we talked a lot last week about stinky coworkers, and we had several open mics. I thought yeah, this Yeah, have one... you gotten the point yet? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I have yet. This was uh, There were a lot of open mics. This one was the best one. EVH, if I may jump in on the how to tell your coworkers that they stink you smell. I had to do this with somebody at my previous job, and I won't say where for obvious reasons, but I walked, walked straight up to him and told him, it reminded him that we worked in a food-safe facility. Ooh making things that people consume and his body odor was 100% a health code violation for our facility <laughs> and he had to deal with it. See, I think that makes it easier. You can make that health code violation thing in a law office when all you're dealing with is files and folders and things like that. I'm not so sure it's, it's as easy to make that uh, argument. Why do so many people have bad breath, I wonder? You know, it, it seems Why like you smell it starts so in much. the gut? Well, I know, but there's, these days we just have so many things. There's just so many kind of these really, really strong kind of Altoid type mints. Those didn't exist when I was a kid that I remember. Maybe Altoids did exist, Inflation, but it wasn't something that everybody. It's $2 for those mints now. It used to be a dollar. You know how much it costs you to get the reputation of halitosis? How? It's how? silent. I don't know. It's silent. We don't know, but I mean, it's there. It's there. The people that don't associate with you. Is, hey, is she good at, uh, yeah, she's really good at it, but I don't think she's available. Like, you don't want to suddenly be in close quarters with that person because, yeah, they're a really good accountant, but their breath smells like dragon breath. Although nobody's actually smelled the breath of a dragon. One would assume it's not good. Well, there's two issues. There's, like you said, halitosis, and then what Tim said, a, a gut issue. Yeah. Right? So you got to either clean your teeth, dog. Yeah. Clean, <laughs> clean your teeth, also, dude. Also, brush <laughs> your tongue and the top of the roof of your mouth. That is oh, the, also... I can't do the roof of my mouth. It tickles too much. Oh, it's, for it's so Use a scraper. Use a scraper. I don't Use need, a scraper. There's nothing up there. <laughs> Black. <laughs> so, I got like other stuff to scrape so, up against the roof of my mouth to help me in. Oh, well. <laughs> isn't somebody having fun with her hippie Whoa! buddy? <laughs> 
Those hippies, man, when it comes time to turn it on, they can turn it on. They're all about the passion and the this love. This person is not a hippie. Now, when they, you know, when you need them I to provide he for you. Too. He stinks. He's a you gentleman. Know, oh, does he have a, do you think he's got the patchouli thing? Oh, does he sure. got the patchouli uh, hippie? Absolutely, yes. I'm the one who created him as a hippie, but in my really mind, did. he's still a hippie. No, he's, he he smells delightful. Yeah, Old spice? All the notes that he writes me smell like him, which is oh, nice. That's when you're falling. By the way, when you're, you're starting to fall in love, when you notice, like, the smells of the other person when they're not around. Uh, in a well, good way. In a good <laughs> way. I don't mean like I don't mean like that. It's either all or nothing. You're yeah. either, it's either real bad or real good. Uh, no, I I, I you, then you'll like smell your clothes or something. Oh, it's like oh, yeah. he was close I, like, to like huff the notes that he gives me. And uh, also the flowers you're falling in love. sometimes. You're falling in love. Flowers. Like wow. Oh, hey, what is this? Not exactly nice. the hey, craziest thing. No, that's nice. You, are, are you saying she's not worthy? of flowers? No, like the last guy just would like pick some grass and throw it out. Here you go. Hey, I can buy myself flowers. <laughs> I don't That's right, Miley. <laughs> her last guy used to open a fire hose on her to let her know it was time to go home. Yeah. So this is much go better. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like this guy. He likes you. I like him. Yeah. So Yeah, the last guy was the king of the late night text, right, Autumn? He would text you at like uh, oh, 11 no, no, o'clock. You up. No, 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 no. No, no, he's talking. He's talking about before. Yeah, talking, before. I know. No, I'm saying that's never. No, we're grownups, and we have yeah. to plan. We can't just like. That's right. I'm yeah. not, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Two and weeks from like, now, I got to prep. Yeah, she's got to. She's got to. She's got to put things in. Bad, put things back where they were. I got to things up. out. I got to <laughs> put things in. I got to. <laughs> You know. <laughs> She's no spring chicken, but you know what? Uh-uh. She is still very, very viable. Yeah, and I think viable? that's important. Viable. <laughs> viable sounds like a like a. Well, I didn't want to say drug. doable. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> She's viable. Viral? No, viral is too much like viral. You don't want to be close to that. Well, uh, viable vir- I think sounds a, like a. Like I think a, a viral is more of a man thing. I don't know. Is it, are women viral too? I oh, guess. She's good to go. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant yeah, to say I'm right a good there. Sport. She's yeah. a good. Sport. Go. It's like sporty spice. <laughs> yes, you have more? Yeah, this open micer has a challenge for you, Eric. Oh, hey, great. Ron Hessler. Huh? Stop. I triple dog you to stay yep. 15 minutes over and start the Shelly Winter Show with Shelly. Shelly's always coming on 10 minutes in your show before his show. So, yes, I triple dog dare you, you to go. just start the Shelly Winter Show. You gotta do that, and then stick around and interrupt Sean Hannity's repeat. Because if Sean Hannity's on before you, if you're out after him, and I think who's on overnight? Uh, you know, that'd be Mark K. Mark K. And Eric Get up in the morning and co-host with Chris Chandler. <laughs> Because he's always playing piano, so you should come in and play piano on his show. Hey, Vaughn Hester. Hey. What? Hey. What? Actually, Shelly and I have talked about it every once in a while that I'll uh, start the show off with. We just haven't done it yet. We'll do it. Uh, not so, tonight, though. I got oh. Phil Hallway on. Usually, Shelly, it's me. I'm the one who's... Uh, I've really got... You know, once I got rid of the podcast and everything, I looked at... You know, all they really want from me is three great hours. And so that's what I'm going to... Quite often, I'm pulling out of this uh, parking lot, this garage, by like, you know, 7.12 after the show. So. Oh, I can oh, hear yeah. you peeling out, backing up. Think about me. I have trivia that starts at 7. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> she, she turns and she burns. Yep. She becomes the uh, trivia queen of Crofton, Maryland. I'm like, okay, we're going to get started. <laughs> <sighs> 
our next open mic is praise for Friday's show, Eric. Hey, Eric and Dr. Nairs. Hey. Uh, Eric, I want to say thanks for you playing that video about Navalny. I don't yeah. want to trash him either, just like just like you're not doing, just like you're not trashing him. What's funny is uh, there was an article in The Guardian from February of last year of a woman at Amnesty getting canned because she spoke up about these videos. So mm. the media not seeing this may not be a conspiracy so much as just laziness because they didn't know and it was found pretty quickly. Thanks again. I, I don't, I don't think it's lazy. I, yeah, I don't think it's lazy. Uh -huh. I think it's pretty obvious that the video that uh, we, we went over the audio of Navalny in 2007 being a complete and total white nationalist. Uh, it's just a different country, just a different nation. That's all. Um, uh, I, I, there's no way that Jake Tapper hasn't seen that video and Anderson Cooper and, and a whole bunch of other people. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. But uh, when it comes to the intelligence apparatus of this country, the CNNs and the MSNBC, Fox News, all of you know, the major players are the best way to put it, and I didn't come up with this myself, many other people have said it, but it, it describes it best, they're stenographers, they're not reporters. Um, they're, by not letting you know that he was a white nationalist, by the way, the fact that he was a white nationalist doesn't mean he should have lost his life. That's not what I'm saying. But the sainthood of this guy. Well, meanwhile, you got Julian Assange with his last appeal in England all last week to keep from being extradited to America Pretty much zero news. Yeah, it's in England, but it's all about America. And, and so I can tell you what's going to happen. You're not going to hear the Julian Assange story until he's on a plane. And from the, from the get-go, it's going to be we, W-E, royal we. We got him. And immediately you're going to have the CNN and the MSNBC and the Fox News perils. Oh, my gosh, they have nothing in common. We're so, no, 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 they're going to have everything in common. Because everybody at those tables is going to tell you why uh, the persecution of Julian Assange has now gone on for a decade is a good thing. Uh, by the way, uh, no one has ever accused him of any mis- or disinformation. Julian Assange is in trouble for one thing, telling you the truth of what your taxpayers, your tax dollars were going to. Now, you could be in favor of that, even if you see it. Um, but I don't want to hear about myths or disinformation or anything. Julian Assange has been persecuted for nearly a decade for one thing, telling the truth. Doug Turnbull says there's a travel advisor. Hey, Ron Hessler. All right, okay, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, sir. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Give me a study, a survey, and or a poll. I don't care. All right, this one is Give a... me all three at the same time, if you like. Oh, uh, this is a survey. How about that? Is that okay? It is. Sir. As, a, as an appetizer, it's great. <laughs> survey from Experian. The poll is the meal. Mm. Oh, I got a poll that's coming up next here. Sur <laughs> a new survey from Experian says that Americans say their day is worth $134. So this is... Uh, Meaning the kind of cooking and cleaning they do, that sort yeah, of stuff? Like yeah. if I was getting paid for the things that I do around the house, that kind of thing, everything, running errands, every, blah, blah, blah. Everything outside of work. Sounds pretty low. It's 48000 a year. Give or take. It seems pretty low. Yeah. Is that though like outside of work? So like I'm home at six and I'm in bed at eleven. Does that you know what I mean? Like is it is it just this limited amount of hours in the day? Who cares? That's no, it's not it's not uh, amount of time. It's quality of time. I'm going to say my, I'm worth $1,000 a day just because on any given day where you turn around and you have a question and I'm the only person that can answer it, and there I am, right in your presence, just for that alone. The rest is retainer, <laughs> you know, just, just to be there when I need to. Look, I, I'm worth $1,000 a day on retainer 
for my family just to be there at the times that no one else could do it but me. So I'm I'm saying $1,000 a day. They, uh, people have very low self-esteem, I feel like. Well, one of well the, you go ahead and try and make that $1,000 <laughs> a day and see what the market value, well, see what the I, market will dictate. These people aren't going to get 134 <laughs> so that doesn't, this is all I speculation. Bet you I bet you 134 I bet you could, but uh, then, you know, I don't think I'm going to go over so well on OnlyFans. <laughs> You might. <laughs> yeah. Got that I don't, grandpa that vibe. Grandpa, 60-year-old grandpa yeah. with the, uh, oh, you think so? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shot. It's, Who cares what my kids think of me anymore? Ooh, lecture me, grandpa. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a job. Yeah. Ooh, yeah? <laughs> but I need a mental health day. No, you, the only mental health day you need is with me. Now, you go to work, Ooh. you make your money, you come back, and I'll take yeah. care of you. Yeah. No, you have to make me feel bad about it. Huh? No, I don't know how to play this game. Oh, I naturally on, I paid you the money. I na- well, listen. I well, what is my he money's here? worth. Hey, reverse that. If Eric had said that to a woman, I I paid for dinner. I deserve this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Autumn Fisher. Feminism has been turned upon thing. its head. Cassandra. You're here <laughs> for me. I paid you. Oh, $134? Well, you got what you get. You got what you paid for. $134. Oh, if you look deeper into the survey, it says that most Americans... For 144 think, I'll put the shirt back on. <laughs> People, that's great. Women will pay me to put my clothes back on one item at a time. See? Capitalism. Yeah. Entrepreneurialism. You've got to be a thinker. That's right there. If you look at that second R in there when you say entrepreneurial. Yeah. It's like environment. Reading deeper into the survey, basically, I think what Experian is trying to say is that a lot of people would rather make just $134 a day and not work. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of not working as a thing. I don't know how real it is. Ooh, I have yeah. to be. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to work. Well, I know a way you can make some money. I got a degree from a college that it's a who cares degree in journalism. Oh, see, I don't know. I should get a job. You won't be doing any of the work, believe me. See, he's good at it. He can play this game. I'm too. I'm. I'm at the center. Too good of a person. You just you lay there. This. I'll do all the work, and it won't take very long, neither. <laughs> That's a little, an extra perk. Yeah. <laughs> you got a shower. Hey, Von Hessler. Hey. Hey, Von Hessler. I don't like that kind of dirty. Like when guys think of a girl being dirty, it's not that they would actually be soiled. The scenario was supposed to be that I'm a millennial that's annoying you, and you were going to lecture me. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm supposed to like that, because... Which I think is a great concept. I just dropped the ball. I just dropped the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Can you ever forgive me? I don't know. Are you ever going to improvise with me again? Are you firing you know, yes. me? Are you yes, firing I will. me and for we'll the band? Soon. Uh, there you go. See, you've got the spirit. Doug Turnbull says there's clean. That's interesting. I just looked up at the CNN monitor and just as a joke, I was like, oh, is that uh, Martin Sheen? And Tim Andrews said, yeah, yeah, it is. That is Martin Sheen. <laughs> is he, he's, a, he's against the death penalty update. Yes. This guy says that he insists he is innocent of double murder. He's going to die on Wednesday night. Which, that must be terrible if you are innocent. I don't know if he isn't. But also, I'm wondering, is he kind of saying, like, if he says, I insist I'm innocent of double murder, is it possible that, well, I just killed one person? Like, is he is he saying he didn't kill either of them? Do people know that I'm against the death penalty? Is that something that's known? I don't really freak it up a lot. Well, I don't, because, uh, you know, in... 
just thinking about it, I think if you take somebody's life in cold blood and then you lose your life as a result of that, I can see that as being justice. What I don't understand is all these conservatives, uh, the government can't even deliver the mail, and yet you're going to hand them this responsibility? Taking life? You know, you see what's going on in, in Atlanta with district attorneys and how they, you know, you're going you're gonna to put that in their hands? You know, so I don't, I don't have, it's not really from a moral, I mean, you'd have to, in order to get me on board for the death penalty, believing that it could be, that the government somehow could be trusted with this sort of power. I mean, you still have to cross every T and dot every I, and there have to be numerous appeals and that sort of thing. But it's, it's not coming from necessarily the moral end of it. I just don't understand. Nobody trusts government, but you give them this? We see what's going on in this uh, courtroom in Atlanta, and this is the crowd that you're going to put life and death in their hands. So it's not. This is because of this story out of Texas that this is on my mind. But I do not. I do. You see these stories where, um, and it happens all the time. They get like two people are involved in the death of a child or something. And they get like the mom to turn against the dad, and they tell the mom, well, you won't get the death penalty, and then dad gets the death penalty. Either if they're both responsible for the death of the child, either they both see there's bargaining that goes on and you can you can help the government with their cases and then your life will be spared. Just getting into all of those obvious particulars that are going to open up again, not from a moral necessarily standpoint. Does it does it come out of me? It's just I don't understand how you don't trust the government to get anything right, but you will put in their hands this ability to take a citizen's life. And, you know, I would imagine that probably, you know, let's say 92% of all the people who have ever gotten the death penalty were were, were guilty. Yeah. Is it possible it's 100%? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. I mean, can you imagine if you were... And I'm not talking about the old terrible days in the Wild West or whatever. You know, where they were just like, hey, you stole a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hang it. But, you know, but I mean, even with all the trappings that we have of the whole thing, I just don't know why you would... Uh, I don't. I just don't trust the government to with that kind of power. Do you trust don't. the government to put you in a box for your life, though? I mean, that's no, kind of no, the argument well, on the other side. No, the other, that's not the argument on the other side because uh, it's a different. Listen, argument. if letting you out of the box, if you if you have a record that says letting you out of the box is a clear and imminent threat to everybody else who's never, no one's ever thought of putting them in the box. Sure. Uh, you know, we do have. There are. There is a criminal class in every society. There is a criminal class, and it has to be dealt with. And so, and it has to be dealt with in in a uh, in the fairest and ho- most humane way possible. Right. But so, what goes to that is at least if you're still in the box, and we find out you didn't do it, we can still let you out of the box. That's fair. Yeah. So, so that's, I, uh, that's the argument that you hear from the other side. It's like, well, like if you could well, justify putting what, my life in a box, but what are they it, saying? do I have life? But hold on. What, 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 are, they, what are they saying? No. I mean, are they saying like <laughs> nobody should go to jail ever about anything? Essentially, yes. That, that's well, the that's argument that they make. We're gonna put, I'm not saying I'm making that argument. Run, I'm just... run get elected <laughs> in any district in America. <laughs> just straightforward. No one should ever go to jail. I don't think anybody. We are. We do elect people to represent us. If that was an idea that uh, was perfect Calculating amongst yeah. the folk, no one should ever it's, go to jail. It's brewing in like, some political bubbles out there. I would like to see that. I've never, but I've you never. Get, but again, you give these people in power the ability to put you in that box. Yes, yes. Listen, the, the world's not perfect, but taking life 
is I would you not agree? Uh, absolutely, a, a step, I, I agree. I'm with you, Eric. A step I'm just, further. I'm, I'm just telling you, these are arguments that I hear with my politically minded uh, friends. Yeah. What are you supposed to do with friends. criminals? Yeah, what is their solution? Exactly, that's right. the problem. I always say. Well, these are people do? who probably believe that criminals are created by the culture, uh-huh. and you know, certainly there's. It's not as if there's no effect from the culture. But uh, you can't put yourself in a situation with the criminal class where you just go, you know what? Intellectually, <laughs> I'm just all bound up, so everybody goes free. I mean, well, because that that logic works until your stuff gets stolen. Yes, exactly. Right? No, I and deserve like, it for living here, and besides, other people are yeah. poor, and they can have my stuff. Well, <laughs> if we well, all just share, if you guys. walk it like you talk it, then okay. You know, like yeah. if that's your if that's really your res- your response. There is that, to that uh, then okay. There's a Zen story about a monk who's in. I don't know what amongst what are they in like huts or I don't know where they are, but there's certs. I see in a, in a yurt, perhaps. Temples. No, no, no. When they're not living in the temple, they're out. You know, they're living in monks. monastery. No, not in a monastery. This a some cave. Monk. No, no. This Coleman just, tent. I don't believe they have any Coleman. <laughs> I don't think there's any camping equipment involved. <laughs> not the same box he was talking mm. about. So uh, an intruder comes in. As a thief comes in. And the monk just sits there in the middle of the floor, and the thief steals everything. And, uh, you know, I guess like Santa Claus style, puts it all in a bag or whatever. And he's walking out. So the monk out. is working at a Walgreens? No. It's <laughs> not a metaphor. <laughs> okay. So as he's walking out, uh, the monk says, if I could, I'd give you the moon. You know? Oh, my God. Just... He, stole, he stole the candlesticks. No, listen. And you listen. forgot. It's the same story. It's, it's the not same story. the same. <laughs> yes, My only is. problem with Les Miserables is that the whole thing is based on something that we do understand. The man is a criminal. Why is the bad guy... The dude whose job is to go get criminals and put them in jail. That's my question. I, uh, our law enforcement is supposed to understand. Yeah, you know what? The priest said he didn't He's care. not really the bad guy because really we feel uh, sympathy for him at the end. He's just doing his job as the state told him that, to do. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he's in the right because the other a, guy stole the candlesticks. He's a product of his no, environment. No, he's chased. Like, He's chasing. He, sorry, Adam. He's chasing. Ja, Val, uh, Are you mansplaining? Javert. No, I'm helping out here. Javert is chasing Valjean because he broke his parole. Yes. Not because he stole the candlesticks. Well, he wouldn't be on and parole if he hadn't he stole, stole the. No. Oh, oh no! He, no, oh, he, he stole the, the loaf of bread. Yes. And he and then he got the. See what we got uh, here? We got he a got, guy whose uh, whose uh, list of. Thievery is so long. We're getting lost. Bread, the no, candlesticks. His this guy, no. this guy will steal anything, and he, he is a menace uh, to society. I'm with her, and we and we got an awful lot of bad music out of the whole thing. Listen, bad I want, oh I want, I explode. want. I don't want to hear Hugh Jackman sing ever again. Well, Doug Turnbull either. says there's a travel advisor. Kevin, a new character during the break. Trump FK Jr. Well, I just want to say that I. I did like vaccines, but I don't know. When we rolled them out to fight COVID back in 2020, it was the fastest ever Operation Warp Speed. But what it did, it ended up causing all sorts of problems, and I don't like it now. Do we like? Do we like vaccines now? No. Thank you, Mercedes. Look at that, Mercedes. They said, sir. 
If you went out there like this. Is this the only show where we've let people know that uh, there was a person named Mercedes in the room and that's the person that he was talking to and that has nothing to do with whether you love him or hate him or you're going to vote for him or canvas against him? Really, honestly, I know you may not realize this, but it has nothing to do with that. There was a person named Mercedes. She was the host of CPAC. So that's 17 stories I've seen this morning that... Uh, no, he's got dementia, Eric. He's got dementia, no <laughs> doubt about it. Well, anyway, watch out for atrazine because it'll make all of your frogs gay. <laughs> you got any sneakers or anything you'll be selling? I have a pair of Birkenstock-like shoes oh, Birkenstock. that you can wear when you're out surfing. Or when you're hanging out with your hippie buddies. There he is, our latest character, Trump FK Jr. Thank you very much. Make America great again, again. <laughs> again and again. And again and forever. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. So uh, we were supposed to do campaign trail mix, and we didn't. Forget the opening. It's a minute and a half long. We have no time. Just go ahead and hit me with a couple stories. You got it. This uh, next one was a moment where Biden was watching a clip of Trump's town hall last week on Fox, and he, <sighs> here's his response to it. So wait, a where, is this like Twitch? Is he on Twitch now? We watch Biden watch Trump? It's, it's, is that it's the new kind thing? of like that. It's, it turned, <laughs> they, <laughs> they turned it into... <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch, watch, watch Joe watch TV. Hey, take your shirt off, man. Man, I'll give you a little more. Donate now. It was oh, a. You'll see my nipple pierce. <laughs> it was a. It turned into a campaign ad, basically. Right. Against the House, um, against the Senate border deal, the bipartisan border. Well, they allow five thousand people a week, but Biden's a lot of people took five thousand people a day. Uh, it made it much better for the opposing side. <laughs> you know, he just admitted it. He sabotaged our bipartisan deal, bipartisan deal to secure the border. He sab- he has no power. made it much better for the opposing side. He has no power. No, the opposing side is, in this case, it's America. Yeah. Donald Trump roots against America. Yeah, Every chance he gets. Twice so popular. He's yeah, only in this I for guess. himself. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 hey, by the way, if he's only in it for himself, he's really done a world of good for his name. I'll tell you. He's, the, he he's so much lawsuits. more popular on the planet <laughs> since he was just like the host of Celebrity Apprentice. I get, it so really is. Ruse. He wants the, to go to jail. <laughs> he wants to be broke. He wants us to bankrupt him. It's all his plan. Didn't you read his book? I think that's, you know, there's a long history in this country of the reason that people vote for somebody, usually in America, is when they feel like uh, the candidate is rooting against America. That's a, it almost always works. So I won. <laughs> it almost always works. I don't know. We, we live in some kind of weird twilight zone. I hate America Not- more than Donald Trump. I just want that on the record. Well, if you don't want Biden, you don't want RFK Jr., or you don't want Trump, you got this. I said earlier this week that no matter uh, what happens in South Carolina, <laughs> I would continue to run for president. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. Yes, thank you. For us. For You're us. You're welcome. And I told you I would. Here I am, standing oh, on my I'm two I'm a woman feet. of my word. Yeah. Uh, oh, she said woman. <laughs> I'm a woman of my word. That's Brock Purdy waiting for another overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. I don't know what to say. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, I, you took the word right out of my mouth. I have I've come across salad forks with more personality than Nikki Haley. It, it is the most phantom thing going on right now. She lost by 20 points. And I see all kinds of articles going, hmm, Trump's in trouble. <laughs> 
disaster. Trump's in trouble. Hey, uh, it's Chris, not looking good. In South Carolina, Chris Christie got 600 votes. So yeah, 600 votes. It's one, almost one delegate. Point six five <laughs> delegates are back in there. Take on Trump if he goes to jail. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Doug says there's a travel advice. Special Stallone's tired of the taxes. Says he's finally leaving California for Florida. Yeah, they want to move to a place where my grandkids can read books that aren't scary. <laughs> <laughs> Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. What is this song? Is it Greg Kinn? You don't ride him like that anymore. Greg Kinn band? I don't know. No? Am I wrong? They don't. They don't write them like that anymore? Is that Greg Kinn? I don't know why I feel uh, like it is. Stop saying Greg Kinn. I think it's the Greg it Kinn is. band. Yeah. Thank you. Hey! <laughs> I'm on a roll today with my useless knowledge. I've been, I'm undefeated. Uh-oh, is there is something going wrong with our with the Odysseus? Yeah, the, the lunar? Is it, oh, what are you laughing and smirking? Are you like, hey, Biden, he's like uh, Trump. He's like, uh, you dislike it when things fail in America. Well, is that I, what it is? The, other than it being a colossal waste of money to go to the moon. Can I say this? You're going to be living there, Tim. As somebody who believes that we did not only go to the moon once, but many times, it's not helping. It's not helping with the people who say we didn't go in 69 that it seems so difficult in 2024. (laughs) You would think it would be a thing. Why do we have to invent anything new? Why why wouldn't we just use the same exact technology? Like, why? Well, that technology doesn't exist anymore because it was. It's a calculator. Sure, but I mean, but you could do it again. You could create. uh, Absolutely. I'm just saying, I still am a full believer. I don't think Buzz Aldrin, you know, went around lying. No, and he'll fight you. If he you was tell. on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, but he got in a fight with a guy. I'll tell you the one thing that did, because I thought for sure, if that guy walked on the moon, then he's on Dancing with the Stars. At some point, you got to break out the Michael Jackson moonwalk, and he never did it. What a jerk. This I don't understand. Uh, you know, he's got too much dignity. Wouldn't it have been awesome if they would have taught him and you saw Buzz Aldrin going backward across the stage doing the moonwalk? <laughs> that would have been a like great a moment. That would do that. Well, he you was on he was on Dancing with the Stars, which you're gonna know, do. Yeah. You know? That's well, true. It, it fell over on its side. Yes. And it's about to run out of power. So but, and you look at all these stories, people are keeps making the point to say, Oh, it's a private US company that did this. A private company. Well that's all of NASA. that we're all yeah, it's all. Yeah. Well, I mean yeah, but that, all that means is NASA could never have done it. Climate change. At this point, you know, moon climate change. NASA wouldn't be able to climb a rope to the moon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say, George Clark? Conspiracy theorist probably doesn't believe anybody ever went yeah, to the moon. It's quite peculiar, isn't it? Well, it doesn't help with uh, with the with the people who say we never went. You would think if you went somewhere in 69, what, 70, 70, well, last one was in like 74, wasn't it? 72 or something like that? Something you'd like think that. you'd just be like, hey, bring those, hey, bring those files back from 1969. Yeah, whatever. Do that again. You would think. <laughs> I'm still firmly on the side of Tom Hanks, Ron Howard, and... Buzz Aldrin. Well, in the I same, believe that we went to the moon. In the same category here, when you click on AP, it says Japan's moon lander survives a second weeks-long lunar night beating so predictions. Just crashing all kinds of garbage into the moon? Oh, it's a large... Pl- come on. How, what, what are the odds you're going to come across it if you're on the moon? What are the odds you're going to stumble well, across just, it? 
I mean, I kind of think. Do we leave that dune buggy up there, or do we bring it back? We had to leave everything. Because well, that's cool. You can go over and get in the dune buggy. Maybe there's a little power left during the day. There's kids that go up there at night and start it and ride it around. That's right. Like, like good, good fun at construction sites. It could be had on the moon. Why do think about like all of this junk that we put out there? Like, yeah, but those, you know, I do, ourselves from I do, listen, literally everywhere. Listen, it should be our dump. If you look yeah, at those, if you look at those little things dump. where, uh, the universe is huge. Okay. I it's know, a, it just feels I mean, If you, if you look at like all the satellites buzzing around the earth, those, those photos that that thing put together is not what it looks like. It's 360 degrees of sky. It's not, it's not like all this trash out there. It's. It's more than you would like, I would imagine, but they all have like a life, right? And then they fall back yeah, into the earth. Burn up. But yeah, I mean, Elon puts up like two hundred a day or something for Starlink. I don't know. <laughs> Slingshot. But I mean, it, even though the even though the ocean is vast and seems infinite, I'm still not going to litter in the ocean. Oh, we litter all the time in the ocean. I know, but I'm saying toilet. Now, come on, if you were out in the you're out in the middle of the ocean, would you feel that bad about throwing a payday wrapper over the side? I mean, it's the yes. ocean. It's the ocean. I will steal from There's, Target, though. I know. Yeah, you're such a moral. <laughs> <laughs> you're a moral person. You know who's an expert on cleanliness is Greg. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. Greg's I forgot. Really All right, let's do this. Monday stories. That, that sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's not talk about it. We don't have, we don't have time. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about it. And we got time because you're going to for the whole hour. And don't come in here with a head full of steam. Because uh, well, just relax. Look, relax. nobody spoke to me today. I didn't even check with George, and I have to take off my headphones because I hear myself feeding back. Uh oh! What a disaster of a day. Yeah, for you, but for us, things are going quite well <laughs> so far. We've been having a great show. And, Monday story. And now everybody's favorite uh, segment of the week. Monday stories. <laughs> The timing we're, is we're, working. We're, we're, we're happy as uh, clams and whatever. Whatever happy clams do. It's total genius. You know that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of total genius, Greg Ross is here. I'll bet I you know. he's in a good mood on but a I Monday. I gotta, George has got to take me off the air. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll redo it. We still have the rest. It's okay, Greg. You don't have to freak out. This guy's 41 years old. What's he going to do? Throw his headphones I will against the you. wall? I've done that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I have. I've uh, not that long ago. I think about a year ago. I threw my headphones. Not yeah. in here. Never in public. When I was in my basement doing the show, something oh, went wrong. Oh, I remember this. I had spent like eight billion dollars for this new equipment that sounded so much better, and for some reason, I just could not get it to. You got it to work now, right? No, I still use the old thing now. Really, the old rig? Yeah, I use the other thing to do recording when it's not on the air, and I think it's the same piece of equipment that Tim Andrews has. But I'm afraid Road. to add. Yeah, I'm afraid to ask him how to do it because we're like, I don't know. <laughs> I know how to do it. It's very simple. <laughs> okay, well, one, one day, you know, maybe you can come over to my house, get me set up. Are you saying that uh, Greg Russ house. is now with us? You know, you're against coming to my home now? Not for that. Greg? When's the last time you were at Eric's house? Like two years ago. No, oh, no. It was wasn't not so two long years ago. ago. I was so by your pool. Ten. We sat right. outside. We we hanged out. For was a it during little. the pandemic? It was after. Oh, I know. No, it was, it was during the pandemic. I think it yeah. was during the pandemic. Yeah. I have yeah. cell phone records with thirty-five pings where Tim Andrews right. yeah. was over at yeah. uh, Eric's house. Yeah, we've had twelve thousand texts in well, the, the last seventeen I, minutes. The reason I keep a lot of cash <laughs> on hand. <laughs> and Tim always pays me back in cash. Yes, Phil you Holloway, I need your help. <laughs> you get any of those references, Greg Ross? Maybe because you don't live in the city of Atlanta anymore. But that's what uh, the whole Fonnie Willis thing is coming down to. <laughs> A bunch of crap. Willis. Yeah, what a joke. I just have to ignore it. It's all so embarrassing. It is. It's ridiculous. It's, it's like someone singing the national anthem before a, a sporting event. They're really bad. Yeah. That's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. I can't. 
You and I are the same way that, like, I a lot of people want to see an accident on the side of the road. I don't. I I could never watch American Idol for this reason. I don't like seeing people being told, "Yeah, yeah." Well, they got rid of the best part. You're no good. So whenever whenever really embarrassing things go on, I just don't even want to be around. Well, you know, they might that idiot who had the audacity to go to that game and sing like they were talented. You got yours, huh? (laughs) Put in your place. You can't sing at all. Pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. I'm always, I'm always the person. I can always imagine myself being in that situation. I can't ever have fun pointing at others and, and just sort of mocking them all that much because in my mental makeup, I'm always the person that's the victim of it. I think I, I, I don't really like mafia movies. I think other guys just like have this fantasy world. They don't really want to live there, but they have a fantasy world where they can be in the mafia and they can just like take a guy and just, all right, get rid of him, boom, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but for me, I'm always the guy that they're getting rid of in my mind when I'm <laughs> watching it. Never. But how come it, you can't just watch it and say those are characters and have nothing to do with me? I don't. I have too much empathy. I can't watch... Uh, uh, Reservoir Dogs ever again. I'm the guy with the ear. I'm the cop in the chair. Without I'm never. I'm never the person. That, You're Daniel uh, Craig, naked on the chair. Oh yeah. By the parts. way, there was one part of that that they did not. Daniel Craig. Let me just tell you this. If that actually happened to any human being, you're talking about the first Bond casino yes. role. Oh, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. Hit with Daniel with Craig uh, and uh, his uh, his junk is hanging down under the chair. First of all, uh, <laughs> there there is a, there's a matter of fecal matter that was not addressed, and you <laughs> Ew, may have really? to you may have to be a guy to understand what happens when you even lightly get tapped in that area. Uh-huh. That's what happens. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying you want to, but if 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 it was happening on the level to, level. to what was happening with Bond, uh-huh. it would be all over the floor. You feel like you feel like you got to yeah, get you, number yeah. three. Yeah, you get no, you get yeah, you get that the cramps like you got to go to the bathroom. Three. It's all in your abdomen too. It's weird. You oh. can tell that the nerves travel up uh-huh. in there. They were in middle school, and still everyone laughs at it. In middle school, I was running. We were playing some something called ragball, which was basically softball with a softer <laughs> ball. And yeah. I was running home, and it wasn't soft enough because someone was trying to throw me out, and it hit me right <laughs> there. I collapsed. I was in such pain. Everyone laughing. The coach is laughing. Then I go to math class later, and the math teacher says, I hear what happened today out there. Are you doing okay? I'm like, how did this spread around the school? You were the talk of the school. This this is before smartphones. Yes. This is like somebody is just like they're sending a messenger. Like Mercury is running from... Room to room to let everyone know. Did you hear about that, Russ? God, thank God it wasn't the age of smartphones because that video would still exist. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, still be got, out there posted online. Yeah, but oh, you would yes. have gone viral. That's the good thing. Yeah. Now look at the good the good news is, Where yes, now? you were humiliated, but the good news is you were humiliated in front of the entire world. Congratulations. You went viral. So, <laughs> glass half full. Doug Turnbull says, I-285... Come on, Eric. Put the bun down. I was, I was swearing. Chocolate honey bun, man. Comfort food. <laughs> I had one today as well. Do you enjoy them or do you like scarf them down? Well, I enjoy. I, I mean, do you savor? This this one I am actually savoring because <laughs> I don't eat these very often. I'm having a very bad food day, and I recognize that. But I don't do this all that often. But this chocolate honey bun, I am enjoying. I'm I can eating tell. it slowly, and I am enjoying it. Were you licking your fingers there? Of course I was like, well, I don't want to get crap all over Explain everything. the mouth feel to me, please, mm. and the uh. chew. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. feels like food. I don't know. <laughs> you, do you like it when the chocolate hits the, the palate and sort I of li- melts? I like when uh, the honey bun 
the whole deal mingles with the cold milk. Mm-hmm. Mm. That, that's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> milk. <laughs> mm. It's total genius. You know that. I know it's that. Total genius. Uh, <laughs> it's Monday stories. Give us a Monday story. Uh, if you're an AT&T customer who was affected yeah. when their network went down last week, mm-hmm. you're going to get a $5 credit on your next Wow. Five, $5. Okay. okay it's now, ridiculous. <laughs> As an AT&T we, customer, I'm pissed. We just, while I was enjoying my Boston cream honey, pot, honey bun. Uh, honey, honey pie. A gallon and a half of gas <laughs> you know, right there. me crazy. crazy. I'm in love, but I'm lazy. Uh uh, we were talking about this, and uh, Jared Yamamoto showed me the actual. Yeah, the texts were there. The text we can they do said, better. We can do better. Yeah, I was like, we'll do better. We promise. And we believe in making you whole. And then you go down to the page, and and it says five dollars, which is okay. Everybody mocks the five dollars, but then I thought, well, let's find out how many AT and T cell customers there are. And it turns out that this is over a billion dollars. It's going to cost them now. Yeah, they've and what are you paying in a day? Like, if you, I don't know what the AT and T bill you have is, Jared. But if you divided that by the number of days, is it above or below five dollars? I would say that's pretty comparable to it. But I expect better, Greg. They're a wealthy yeah. company. What do you want? Like, we're going to four billion dollars in debt I, for this? I, honestly, Tina and I, on our way home, we we're like, oh, maybe it's going to be a hundred bucks, and then we got yeah, five. It's if it's a billion dollars <laughs> just for this, for five dollars, so we we're like, that's oh, insane. I think it's like under three dollars a day. The fact that they yeah. made this pretty website, AT and T slash Make It Right, and that it's okay, always- okay, but they can't go out of business <laughs> over it. I mean, like, you, we could we could beat up on the corporations all you want. They're not there to go out of, you know what? We had a bad day and we've decided we're just going to close the doors. <laughs> yeah. We're going to give all the money to you, uh, to the customers. And, and then here's the keys too. lock Why up they, when you leave. This, this language though is so flowery. Why oh, can't they yeah. just say, we, look, look, it went down. You deserve to be compensated, prorated because you didn't have a service you're paying for. So here's $5. I, it's always got to be uh, and we're here to support. <laughs> Literally the first two sentences, guys, making it right. Keeping you connected matters. Making it right. By the way, we researched that. <laughs> we spent we spent two billion dollars researching <laughs> and they couldn't give it making it right. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Why is it their just, fault? Well, I mean, they were doing an upgrade and it screwed up. Oh. But uh uh but you know, eggshells. Who cares? Someone curses at them. It's like, yeah, you're right. You like, here's the five dollars. Yeah, here. You can ruin your life. You don't have PTSD. <laughs> I feel like too, if it happened all the time. That'd be one right. thing. But it's like we've had years of good service and then this one time some well, of us sounds didn't like have somebody's service. getting a check from AT and T over here. $10. I got ten dollars. <laughs> so I the real issue here is just these things have not been around that long. Just I'm talking about the smartphone. The kind of phone that we have now was introduced in two thousand seven. And since then, we have gotten to the point where what was it, six hours, eight hours, yeah. something like that? So what? It's not like we've been on this technology for a hundred years and we could understand how vital it is to our lives. We're, you know, just since 2007, we're 15, 16 years into this, and we can't. The whole world stops. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we can mock, but if you work for Uber, you lost a day's wages, right? Oh yeah, that's true. You I lose mean, a lot. No, nobody could There's... get an Uber. Nobody on that could could uh, could could accept a ride. I I get it, but it's amazing. How, in such little time, how important that technology is that we can't eight, 10, 12 hours, we can't do without it. AT&T people ruined. pay with it. 
Uh, you have security protocols. So if you're logging into something online, yeah. uh, it sends the ping to your phone. If you don't have your phone, you can't get into whatever network you need to get right. into. Uh, wait until the solar flare hits. Wait until that just knocks it all out. Is that so what you're looking for? You seem to be saying I'm, that with a, a smile on your I, face. I, <laughs> I, just, I just, are you like, finally the day has come? If right. I could float above and look down and watch, I, I, the smile would remain. But being in the middle of it, no, it's going to be pure chaos. My parlay. It's be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, the solar flames have always been an issue. I don't know why <laughs> people so... Why do they believe that... Uh, <laughs> why do people believe that this is the year that we're going to get hit really bad? They say it every year. I don't know if it's going to be this we year. We are in a solar maximum, but it'll fade, and then it'll be yeah. in a solar minimum. And I guess you're right. It, it could have happened in the 50s, and we just weren't didn't have so much technology reliant on the things that that could hit, I suppose. Stupid radio. I'm just upset. <laughs> the only thing we have to... This thing's playing, this thing's playing presidents from ten years ago. <laughs> I'm just upset that AT and T ruined <laughs> that son. They should, <laughs> they should really. We will fight them on this. He's not even an American. What's going on with his solar waves? I mean, they travel through space. They're they're traveling through. Time. By the way, they also diminish. That's a that's a BS thing. Nobody's gonna see I Love Lucy at the other end of the universe. The the the. It gets diminished. These people are awful. Let's not go to their planet. Doug Turnbulls. Yeah, that's my way of saying order. That's <laughs> so when I tap on the Lincoln portrait. Order. I thought, I thought it was the honey bun you were tapping on over there. That's the milk. Doug Turnbull <laughs> is still watching the... Why don't I have to do a tease with a mouthful of Boston cream? And a little milk. I wish I had more milk. My amazing doctrinaires have WSB shows and podcasts as well. Feel free to check out the latest Popcast with Tim Andrews, Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m., and The Nightcap with Jared Yamamoto, Saturday from 11 to midnight. Also, grab new episodes of Radio Labyrinth, One Topic, and The Power Pod. Those are podcasts by the Doctrinaires, and you can get them wherever you get all of your other podcasts. It's from Mail Online. Travis Kelsey glugs champagne while surrounded by scantily clad women in Las Vegas. After scandal hit Chief Star jetted to Australia to see girlfriend Taylor Swift for just two days. Wait, is, is he scandal hit? That's the first I've heard of it. It's happening. The unraveling is happening. She's already writing the songs for her next album. So it turns out Travis Kelsey and Mahomes were at a uh, bachelor party for a friend. I don't know why it says this. this, this. Glugs champagne while surrounded by scantily clad women. I'm telling you, you know why. This is you this. know why they say that, even though to the pictures and there's nothing wrong with what's going on. Right, yeah, because to get it going, they want to stir it up. The senior Swifties also are not the biggest fan of him. The younger Swifties like Travis Kelsey, senior I know, Swifties don't. there's a split. After why? Why is he scandal hit, Chief Star? I don't know. The guy seems like his life's going pretty well. I don't, Who the, published uh, this? Uh, this is the Daily Mail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But they say that uh, she's laid down some laws. And uh, Thank you. I love you. Uh, are you he's go, not going to have that. Are you, you Travis? Know who he is? What? Are you, yeah. all, are you uh, all right with her? She yeah. says she's laying down some laws. She doesn't hey, like girl. you hanging out with girls. Yeah, what? it's all right. Guys, hey. come on. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, Tay. Yeah, Trav, <laughs> yeah, listen. Yeah, babe. You're part of the media now. Yeah, girl. Can't I do love that you, stuff. Babe. I love you, Bay. Tay Bay. You're my Tay Bay. You can't uh, see it because, like, I'm doing a hand heart right now because I love you so much. Oh, so no, true. Okay, but, like, you can't be out on the clubs. Jason, Jason, get me a double. 
get shot. What did you say? No, Who's I love there? you, baby. Is that Jason? <laughs> tell, tell him to get nah, on the phone. Nah. Get him on the phone. Yeah, he, he, uh, he's not here. Jay, he's not here. It's you only me. spent two days with her oh. in Australia, though, well, man. Well, I had to get back for this bachelor party. <laughs> I love you, Bay. B. J. K. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love you. He's a little drunk, dude, I think. No, hey, dude. Hey, hey. Come on. Bro code. Code. Bro okay, code. sorry. Sorry. He's, he seems to be doing fine. How much for the lap dance? <laughs> what? What did uh, you say? I said, I, I'm thinking about getting a lap band. You're <laughs> <laughs> a little overweight. Oh, my God. You're with your mom? Tell her I said hi. All right. Mom, Jay Tay says, hey, hey. Oh, she is so cute. Damn. Can you imagine hearing yeah, this? That is fine. fine. Goodness okay, Christ. but like Trav, like be cool. Like don't don't get into any more scandals. Yeah, you know? okay. I got hey, cell phone's breaking up. <laughs> he's oh, with no. he's it's probably my fault. He's with scantily clad women. Hey, dude in the club. <laughs> dude. Let's keep it. That's I'm just saying. Nah, bro. We're the name at of the club with my mom. The name of the club is scantily clad women. Yeah, yeah, but it's, you didn't do much to Yeah. Dude. Mom. <laughs> Oh, she's so cute. Tell her I said hi. Tay says hi. All right. No. All right. I said okay. I can't get you tickets. Uh, what? What was that voice you just did, Eric? Was that the brother? That's the, that's, that's just anybody. That's uh, just that anybody. His brother with his shirt off, chugging out of a bowling ball. I don't even know what. I'm not she, Travis Kelsey sounds. I don't even know why. I just I was going like a slightly more intelligent Gronk. Yeah. Are you with your brother? Because I don't think that's a good idea anymore. Yeah. So we're with Ma. We're we're going to have okay. dinner. Yeah, going to dinner. Just yeah. watch yourself. Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute, Tay. Are you turning against Jason Kelsey? He's a lovable. Everybody finds him to be fun and lovable. Uh, yeah, he's great. It's just um sometimes he's like a little bit more wild. No, no, no. He's taking we're me to get my booster. Now, We're getting boosters. Oh, they're going to get boosters. <laughs> they're, going to get they're going to get booster shots. Oh, that's so yeah, great. I think uh, you're a really good influence on him. Yeah, thanks, honey. <laughs> yeah. I'm focused on getting this ring. That's, uh, so that's, 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 I'm focused on getting his ring. That's that. <laughs> Was that after you, he babe. pushed pushed the coach and yelled at him? Yeah, he had a moment there in the Super Bowl, as babe, I understand. That was not cool, babe. Andy Reid, how dare you take him out of the game? And, and that's where that's where the senior Swifties got really upset. Was they looked at that moment, and that's, they, what I thought it was funny is that's probably the first time Autumn's heard him referred to as the walrus. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm embarrassed. No, it is funny. That's why it's funny. But I mean, it's kind of his nickname. I, I uh, by the way, since since this came up, I'll, I'll throw this on the table. Um, I've been thinking about it. You know, the National Football League and who's the best and who's not the best. Um, is it time or do we have to wait for one more Super Bowl from the Chiefs? But at what point are we going to realize that Bill Belichick is not the greatest coach of all time? Uh, that it's Andy Reid. Look, Andy Reid, without Patrick Mahomes, went to four NFC championship games with the Eagles and won Super Bowl. Didn't win the Super Bowl and lost. But he, if all McNabb those times, hadn't barfed. If he had his nerves together, maybe they could have yeah, won. And, and beyond that, Kansas City, there were plenty of playoff years without Patrick Mahomes. And then, yeah, he finally gets Mahomes, one of the greatest of all time, and. It all clicks, and now they have three Super Bowls in what four years? Yeah. So, uh, I and then you look at Belichick without Tom Brady. He he, you know that they they hung him in effigy when he left Cleveland. I did not know that. Are you watching this new the dynasty thing? Not yet. Uh, it's pretty interesting. But they show him in Cleveland when uh, Belichick is. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's right before he left, whatever. But they hang him and the GM in effigy outside because their record was so bad. And then since Tom Brady, his record has been pretty terrible. Uh, is it just one more Super Bowl before we start saying, 
you know, I think Andy Reid is actually the best coach of all time. Looking outside, you know Mahomes is the Tom Brady standard, right? Remove them from both coaches. One is a complete failure, and the other one is a perennial playoff coach. So, I, I disagree. I know that you might disagree. <laughs> also, do you, let me ask you this. If Andy, Reed, if Andy Reid had been available, do you think there's any chance that he's not coaching some other team today? Oh, absolutely and not. Bill Belichick was available. Nobody took him. Ooh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Autumn agrees. Yeah, I know. Autumn I mean, agrees. I, I think he needs two. Honestly, I think he needs to get he two. two more. Yeah, two more. Just because he, he already made... had so many things that were positive. See, Autumn knows. <laughs> I mean, what, when are people going to realize? I, I and he like gives to... nice press conferences and is funny in those commercials. Yeah, he's not a jerk. No. Yeah, well, I don't. I wonder how much you that hurt him. Belichick. Okay, like, it's just a whole fan base going, oh, that wet blanket. Yeah. You know, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that is it. I mean, like you can, if you're in a hiring position, you might want to hire somebody that you just might get along with a little bit sure. more than someone who's more qualified. That Absolutely. seems real annoying. And then you look at the record and you go, without Tom Brady, uh, there's not really anything here. Well, I think Raheem Morris is the best coach of all time. Raheem Morris is the coach of the Falcons, and if people didn't like that at first, it really doesn't matter. Now he's the coach. You got to root for him, <laughs> right? right? Maybe he'll be great. He's the best of all time. It's going to be the Lombardi Morris Trophy. Oh, yeah. very soon. Yeah. Very soon. After they're gonna after rename the, the airport Hartsfield Jackson Morris. You know? Yes, yes, Greg. That's true. there we go. All right, Doug says I twenty is Marshmallow was there. Jared. Yeah, he, yes, hanging yeah. with partying with Travis Kelsey. Is he the unknown DJ? <laughs> Ten people got. There. Pretty sure he has a Vegas residence. Does he have to walk around with that thing, bucket on his helmet all night, head all night long? Very few people know who he is. But all a, night he's long, he's gonna walk around. Nah, we're going to find out. <laughs> D.B. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly Winter, wake up, for heaven's sake. Okay. So, would you have a, did you have a, uh, a long night? Seem no, long? I had to, I traveled. I uh, did the uh, new car show on Saturday, 12 to, uh, 12 to 1, and then had to jump on a plane and go to Virginia, then came back. Uh, so, you had a good party yes. time this weekend, so like Jared Yamamoto did. A lot did. of traveling, a lot of airline travel. Well, uh, we got a, uh, uh, I, I don't want to say redneck. Hillbilly. Judge people. Hillbilly. Hillbilly is such a nice word. Is redneck a bad word? I don't know, but I find that hillbilly is the funniest word in the English language. Never. I mean, the idea of, you know, a hillbilly is fantastic. Um, Just judging by the, uh, yeah, we think maybe kind of a hillbilly, but had some concern about our crossover uh, between this show and your show. Hey, Von Hessler. Stop for one tripled. second. See, are you buying the hillbilly thing? Absolutely. Okay. B a u g h n. Hey, Von Hessler, I triple dog you to stay fifteen minutes over and start the Shelly Winter Show with Shelly. Shelly's always coming on ten minutes in your show before his show. So yes, I triple dog dare you. To just start the Sherry Winter show. Now, first of all, Who's I do, Sherry Winter. Sorry. Sherry Winter is um, <laughs> my sidekick. Uh, oh. Shelly and Sherry, yeah. a lifetime of memories. Oh, hi y'all! <laughs> oh, we're gonna get started here in a second. <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. So, uh, 
Now, first of all, what I'd like to address here is one thing. I, uh, there are, I've been at shows where uh, the, people don't like the opening act, right? And this is really not, but this is going to lead me to where. But I've been at shows where like people don't like the opening act, and they want the headliner to come on. And the, I always think to myself, do you really think that like the headliners, do you really think the Who are over there, and they just want to get on stage, <laughs> but this damn band just won't get off? It's like, don't you, you, guess what? The headliner's going to come on when the headliner wants to come on. That's what's going to happen. Either these people will be on stage or they won't be. Now, that's not exactly analogous to this, but uh, you don't bust into this show at the end. We ask you, hey, Shelly, would you like to come on the show? Absolutely, and yeah. we got something to talk about, and you know, we can let people know that the next show is Shelly Winter, and he's got a great show for you. So you've never so see busted in. that I busted? It just seemed like you was like, well, Shelly's yeah. always busting in on the hey, show. Hey, Hessler. Uh-huh. I triple dog you to stay 15 minutes over and start the Shelly Winter show with Shelly. Shelly's always coming on. Yeah, yeah, minutes. see, yeah, yeah, yeah see, show, just barging in. Barging in. Oh, out of the way, Jarrett. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I've complained to management. I get nothing. So uh, that's the first thing is you don't ever barge in here. We we ask you to come you invite here. me. Another Absolutely. thing is we have talked about sometimes me kind of hanging out. And starting the show with you. It's just that I've been too lazy to do it yet. That's really that simple. I've also we asked Tim to do it, and I've asked well, Jar- Jared to do well, it. Well, Jared, Jared's got the... It's, if you're waiting for Tim to not want to leave with by 7.02... I'm at the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet she's got all his stuff packed up oh, yeah. and ready to go. Yeah, but yeah. Shelly, did you, did, you did you triple dog dare Eric to do it? Because that's obviously what you need well, to do. Well, it ain't going to happen today. There, <laughs> so, <laughs> there are shows where Eric is literally... He he and I talk before my show so long, and we get yeah. such a, a deep conversation. He's lo- usually walking out the door of as the studio as I'm starting to come on you, air. And I feel bad yeah. about that because I'm like, no, like diverted him. Yeah, it's uh, wonderful. So uh, yeah, we will. I think maybe even we maybe we'll pick out a day, maybe Fridays or something like that. Where it's um, up to you. I'm here every doing? day at seven o'clock. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and it's it's cool with me as long as it doesn't have to be scripted, and I can sit right where you are, and you can just we can just go on whatever you Absolutely. want. Absolutely, and then. Uh, and then I leave. That'll so, be awesome. That'll be but, that'll make my show so much better. But uh, you know, Tim call and I. in now for questions for Eric Von Hessler. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the number, Shelly? Two uh, four four. It's not up there anymore. One eight hundred WSB Talk. <laughs> Greg Ross, do you have any last things to say to our audience or Shelly Winter or anyone else? No, no. <laughs> so, Autumn Fisher, any last words for any, the audience or Shelly or anybody? Um, no, but goodbye. Love you. That's Bye. Love you, Autumn. Those are, those Love are, you. Those are last words. That was a... Okay, yeah. I was... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Don't outdo the welcome. All right. <laughs> okay, just one more... Uh, Tim oh. Andrews, you want to say goodbye to anybody? Say anything? See you later. George Clark, any last words? Goodbye, Shelly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a little doom in it. Right, yeah. Uh, Jared Yamamoto. Jared Yamamoto. I'll let the former president speak. It's total genius. You know that. You know that. You know that. All right, that music's telling us two things. Shut the hell up, get the hell out, and you know us. We always comply. However, we've got Shelly Winter with a great show on tap for you in a few minutes. We'll be back tomorrow, 4 p.m., another great radio show. You're all invited to join us, but until then, continue on the journey. Do not piss off the genie.
Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content.